Destination Morocco is excited to announce our new supporters platform where you can show your support for the podcast. Since early 2022, we have delighted in sharing with you the best of Morocco. Great travel advice, cultural insights, conversations with fellow travelers, and our own personal recommendations drawn from a lifetime of experiences. After all, we are proudly Moroccan-owned and operated with the mission to be genuine and trustworthy leaders in Moroccan tourism. Now, you can contribute directly to the podcast and help us continue this mission. Whether five, eight, or ten dollars, a one-time or a monthly commitment, your support is greatly appreciated and keeps the podcast going strong. Follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com and simply search for the word Morocco. See you there. The Moroccan bread. Just listen to Angel's episode or Max's episode. I mean, bread, breakfast, bread in between meals, for lunch, for dinner. The freshness of it, the ingredients, the traditional, the way that she makes it is just like, wow. Welcome to the Destination Morocco podcast. The show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadine Al-Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities. Real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. Our goal is to help travelers that are struggling with planning any type of trip to Morocco. Our company... Destination Morocco builds personalized tour packages that will ensure you enjoy our country just like a local. Follow us at destinationmorocco.co. And now, let's go exploring. In this episode, we welcome back our producer, Ted Craig. We're going to be talking about what we have for plans for the next season. We've had 2022 season and it's been amazing. The feedback that we got from the listeners is incredible. And we're very grateful, extremely appreciative. All that feedback really has helped us to improve what to come for 2023 and beyond. And we have quite a bit of announcements to make today just to share with the audience things that we are working on and how excited we are. So... Ted, welcome back. Thanks. Always nice to be here. Yeah, this episode will be out on January 1st. Regular listeners of the show will know we release episodes the 1st and 15th of each month. So yeah, we thought this is a chance to give people a bit of an update on what's been happening with the show, but also the plans coming ahead, some of the neat ideas and topics that we have lined up. Perfect. Perfect. Now, you just came back from a conference, which I thought would be fun to talk about briefly, at least, because it was the first time you kind of were presenting, talking about the podcast in person, and people could really come and see the logo and talk about the show. That was a bit of a breakthrough in itself. Yes, it was. Uh, it was an amazing, amazing experience. We just came back from Chicago. It was very, very cold. I've I've never experienced the cold <laughs> that way. So, And I did my best to stay indoor. So the experience was amazing. It was the first time for me. Imran, Khadija to be together and the crowd was incredible. 
we met a lot of people and we met some prospects, definitely a lot of people that we're absolutely going to do business with. Most of them are family travel. Then we met some professors from different universities throughout the U.S. that they are really, really interested in Morocco. And also they want to share that experience with their students. We're most likely going to be planning some university trips to Morocco. So I'm looking really, really forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Had you found, were people interested in the podcast? Maybe had they heard about it already or are they keen to listen? They are definitely keen to listen because of the content. A lot of people, they stop by, say, hey, thank you for the, you know, the soccer team. And, you know, <laughs> also a lot of people say, hey, you know, can I take a picture with the flag? We had a Moroccan flag in, in the back and we had a, a large TV in the back as well, playing the videos that we share with the audience or the clients. Mm-hmm via itineraries when we build them, those itineraries. So also it was a lot of fun seeing Moroccan generations, you know, second generation, third generation, just stop it by and say, hey, I'm Moroccan, I live in Canada, I'm Moroccan, I live in Wisconsin, I'm Moroccan, I live in Chicago. You know, it was just, (laughs) for me, it was amazing experience. Then I met somebody, a travel agency that they're really interested in doing Morocco. They do Middle East, they're based in Middle East, but they don't have much in Morocco. They don't know really almost nothing about Morocco. So they were really, really excited. And I met with them yesterday before my flight. Oh, yeah. Because it shows that Morocco is like a new destination, I think, for still a lot of people. They've heard of it, but they haven't maybe considered going there. And it's becoming more and more popular. Oh, it definitely is, especially after the World Cup. I mean, the World Cup really, really, really put Morocco on the map, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, like I said, you know, they just stop by the booth. Thank you. Thank you to the Moroccan team. It united us. I mean, people from everywhere, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Europe, New Zealand, everybody. I mean, they're just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it was incredible to see that unity and that love and support for the Moroccan soccer team. Really, really nice. Yeah. How did it feel being able to like talk about the podcast in person, you know? Did it feel more real, more tangible as a result? Oh, yes. I mean, when I talk about the podcast, I get so excited. It's just, I'm normally a reserved person, but I I get so excited, so happy, and and I want to talk about it more. But the funny thing at the conference, Imran will reach out to people and he'll talk to them. But when he talks about the podcast himself, he always say, hey, listen to episode 16. There's a special guest. And I am the special guest. It was just funny <laughs> to see it. It was just incredible. Yeah, I love our podcast. And I'm, I'm very grateful for you, Ted. So, Oh, thanks. Well, it's, it's a, such an exciting project. It's really neat being a part of it. Learning all about it, too. I mean, I'm a listener, too. I've got to learn so much about <laughs> Morocco over the past year. It's amazing to think, you know, it hasn't almost, but it hasn't quite been one year since yes. we started this thing, it'd be early in 2022. So uh, yeah, it's been quite a journey over the last 11 months or so. Yes, it has been a really, really good journey. It's been a tough journey. A lot of people don't know that we tried to start the podcast in first week of 2021. And then we ran into mm. quite a bit of challenges because you have an idea, you have a vision, but then to making it happen, there's a lot of obstacles. And for me, I looked at those obstacles as opportunities because the biggest challenge for us to have interviews in Morocco, as you know, Ted, is the internet connection. People don't have, you know, headphones. They don't have set up, you know, like a a real podcast, which is completely understandable. And then we had to figure out a way to surpass that. So I'm very fortunate. We're going to set up a podcast studio in our office in Marrakesh. And that's something that I'm really, really looking forward to. It should be done when I get to Morocco because I'm bringing with me a lot of the equipments that you have recommended a couple of months ago. So I got everything, I mm-hmm. have it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm looking really, really forward to it. 
Yeah, this is amazing. I couldn't believe it when you told me. <laughs> so you've actually like rented an office space in Marrakesh. Yes. Yes. We've got the equipment, the microphones and headphones and the things that people need. There'll be good internet connection, of course. Yes. And this means that people can come into this office, which is basically a studio, and record and do interviews with you online still when you're back in the States, right? But now Absolutely. we'll have the sound quality. It'll be so much more reliable. We'll really get those good conversations. And again, just thinking of what the audience want, what the listeners want. And, and there's so many opportunities for us to create some really good episodes that we were not able to do that before. So this is yeah. a good time for us to start doing those episodes. Right. So you were saying to me earlier that you are planning to go to Morocco soon, I think like the next few weeks. And that ties in not just with this studio, but also... As Dean's gone a step further here, he's <laughs> he's actually setting up a mobile podcast studio so that he can take the equipment and the recording space to people who are not, of course, right in Marrakesh. That is correct. It's going to happen in either 2023 or 2024. We're going to have a mobile podcast studio. It's a Mercedes Sprinter. And then we're going to have the setup as chairs inside the vehicle. We're going to have a couple of cameras pre-built and everything. Then we're going to have the equipment. So let's say we want somebody to come in from Casablanca and they don't have the time. We go to them, basically. And we can do this you know, on the street. We can do it inside the van. We, the location is really irrelevant, but we'll have everything ready and set up to do that interview. I'm going to go in back to Morocco minimum twice in 2023. The first one is going to be in a few weeks, just like you have mentioned. I want to do those interviews in the south, like we don't have those episodes yet. And this is a really good mm. opportunity for me to do so. I'll have really good prospects to interview. Going back to the mobile studio, the ultimate goal is to have those throughout Morocco. So we'll do like 15 days, maybe three weeks, just going from the north side all the way to the south and back to Marrakesh. Marrakesh is our base. So that's really the idea is just to have more content. And hopefully this time we'll be able to document it in video. Because again, yeah. in 2022, we did quite a bit of episodes, but most of them were just audio. And we have the technology now in Morocco to have that happen. Well, that's a good point because we're planning a new podcast website where you can find more clips and more information, expanded newsletter, uh, blog, and yeah, more presence on YouTube and TikTok, you know, recording these interviews and trying to capture some things on site in Morocco and add them to the channel. Absolutely. Well, let's give a bit of a preview then of some more episodes and topics that people can look forward to. We're hoping to do a dedicated episode about Casablanca, Volubilis, maybe Rabat, and even Tangier. Now, everyone listening, you've heard Asdin and his guests talk about these places, but it'd be good to do dedicated episodes, I think, so you can really explain and spend the time on one place at a time. Yes. You mentioned Casablanca, Volubilis, Rabat. And Tangier, those cities, yes, uh, Casablanca, as you know, we have tried to do an episode with Casablanca with the tour guide, amazing, amazing Khalil. And unfortunately, yeah. because of the technology, we could not do it. He's a blind tour guide. He does an amazing job. So we have talked to him throughout and basically we're going to go to him and we're going to record his episode. It's going to be a Casablanca episode focused on, on Casablanca, everything from A to Z. And then his knowledge extends beyond Casablanca. So what I'm saying is probably we're going to do more than one episode with him talking about different things. Right now we're doing two episodes. And at some point in 2023, we will be able to do three episodes a month. I'm working with somebody. They are located in Marrakesh that I want to have some type of series with that person for 2023. 
It's going to be history related. The Moroccan history is very, very rich and also very diverse. Yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because some listeners, they would want to know a little bit of the history. You know, now that Morocco, again, because of the World Cup is on the map, a lot of people are asking questions, a lot of people are interested in Morocco and so forth. So just to add a little bit more value to the audience. That's a good point, too, because we're thinking about topics, not just destinations. We focused a lot about things to see and do, but there's also activities. Food and cooking, cuisine would be a great one. Of course, your wife is going to help us out with that because she's the expert, oh but I'm looking forward to these ones, too. You know, Khadija, she has she does catering. Her stuff is on Google and uh, Facebook. It's uh, AFC Moroccan Cuisine, and she does an amazing job. She's Berber. I'm Berber. Her cooking is very traditional Moroccan dishes. The funny thing sometimes, you know, Imran is very picky. You know, he'll wake up every day and say, hey, mama, can you make me this? Or say, Khadija, can you make me this? And those dishes are, are very traditional Berber dishes. I mean, I know he doesn't know yet, but it's just seeing him mentioning those names and, and I just like, uh, you don't know how lucky you are. And then sometimes when, it, when he was like, oh, no, I don't want to have that. Again, I had it yesterday. I tell him, look, this is not any food. This is AFC Moroccan cuisine food. And he just looks at me and smiles and is like, okay, okay. She's incredible. She's incredible. Mm. So what kind of dishes? Now, here's the thing. This is it's a fun challenge. This is audio. You know, we will have video, but we want that audio experience. You know, people will be listening. So how do we translate cooking and recipes to an audio interview? And I'm thinking maybe she can, like, describe what she's doing, talk about the ingredients, Maybe she yes. knows a little bit about the history or how dishes come together. Do you know offhand what kind of dishes she might talk about and share with us? Yes. We created the menu. The menu is done, I would say, by holidays, is done by traditions, is done by celebration. Because some, okay. some Moroccan food is served for weddings. Some Moroccan food is served for celebration like Eid, like Ramadan. Some is done, for example, for kids, celebrating kids, their birthdays, and so forth and so forth. And some is done, you know, just the traditional way of cooking, you know, in the mountains, in the Berbers. So that's how we classify the food. And also, mm -hmm. the, if you look at the stables, the couscous, the tajin, we are from Marrakesh, you have to say tanjia. It's just, if she would talk, she would probably talk about what a lot of people are already familiar with. And those videos, we have the videos already. And you're right, but she's not talking, she's not explaining, but that's something that we can add afterwards now with the technology and, you know, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Are there challenges in replicating the food in the United States? Does she have trouble getting ingredients? Does she have to use different kinds of technology or tools? When we go to Morocco, I mean, she brings a lot of spices. And last time I remember, and she was like, you know, and I said, no, we can't take all that stuff. You got to, you know, take half of what you just picked. <laughs> so luckily, there's a store. It's a Pakistani store that she goes to. And they have all the ingredients, just as good as the Moroccan ingredients, which is okay. really, really amazing. All the food that we cook is obviously, it is halal, the chicken, the meat, and sometimes we go right. to farms and that's where we shop. It's a lot of fun. You know, some of the dishes, it takes two to three days just to prepare. You know, for the chicken, she cleans it first day. She takes care of all that. She takes out the fat and all that stuff. And then she marinates it a minimum of 36 to 48 hours. So when, mm -hmm. when she makes the dish, it's you can definitely taste the difference. It's extremely flavorful, really, really nice. So I've said this many times, but if you are listening and if you're in the Houston area, my house is your house. <laughs> so you're welcome anytime. I can smell it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Does she make her own bread too? 
Uh, yes, yes. Everything from A to Z. And the Moroccan bread, just listen to Angel's episode or Max's episode. I mean, bread, breakfast, bread in between meals, for lunch, for dinner. I mean, we do consume quite a bit of bread. So she does make it. She does, yes. And again, the freshness of it, the ingredients, the traditional, the way that she makes it is just like, wow. Cool. Yeah, this kind of ties in with some of your longer-term plans, too. You've talked to me about creating a book based yes. around Morocco and Destination Morocco, and that can even evolve into a media company. I mean, we've got a setup that's coming together, so it facilitates being able to create video and audio and photography and putting it all together into actual media production. It's quite ambitious. That is true. We have filed, in Morocco, things take a long time. We have filed for a media <laughs> company in Morocco. It's called Amran Studios. My son tells me that's his company, and I said, of course it is. So it is called Emran Studios in Morocco. Hopefully we'll hear something in 2023. And the reason behind it is this. When we started, me and Sam, we worked day in and day out. With that, we want to do the tours. We dissected the format of doing the tours in Morocco. What are the pain points of doing the tours? You know, the scams. What tour operators are not telling their clients how are they making more money but showing you the lower price at the beginning but at the end you end up paying a little bit extra and so forth so mm. i wanted to document everything just like you said there's a lot of people that are not familiar with morocco but when they see the images when they see the videos they really automatically fall in love with the place so yeah. our intention from the beginning is to accommodate all the tours with the visual of pictures the visual of videos to document that experience we have a lots of talent when it comes to photography, videography in Morocco. That's why we are working on creating the media company because the ultimate goal when it happens is we want to do documentaries in Morocco. Okay, yeah. We want to add value to what we do in terms of the visual side of Destination Morocco. And it's so photogenic. Endless, beautiful pictures. It's the color. It's really the color that stands out, catches your eye, you know. And then it's fun for us. We can put these little clips on Instagram and TikTok yes. and so on. And, and it really does catch people's eye. And if you have followed us in social media, during the pandemic, we did not stop. We kept going and going and going. We have plenty of videos. We have plenty of images. We just want to do it the right way. Well, it's pretty cool. You know, there's lots to look forward to. I can't wait to learn more about the country and really dive into some of these interesting topics, get more context, perspective, backstory. And here's the thing, it's uh, fingers crossed, but while my family, my wife and our two kids, they're five and seven years old, we are heading to Europe in January. We're flying from Montreal to Paris and then going over land down to Madrid and then over to Lisbon where we're staying for about two and a half months. We've got a place booked in Lisbon for four weeks. That'll take us to mid-February. And of course, I kind of had this in the back of my mind. Well, you know, Lisbon to Casablanca, it's not that far. It's like an hour and a half flight or something. And flights aren't too expensive as a result. Well, it's pretty tempting to hop over to Morocco for, let's say, a week or so. And then as Dean says, well, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try. We're really going to do our best, look at some logistics. We haven't booked anything yet, but uh, we're hoping to go. We're hoping to spend a week in Morocco, probably mid to late February. And if we do, then for one thing, I'll want to like you know talk to lots of people and try to document it, do some recording myself. 
I really would like to help you do an episode on family travel, especially with young kids like we have. That changes things, you know, because as I told you, we definitely want to see lots and experience the country, but we're not going like 12, 14 hours a day and tons of driving and all kinds of activities. We need to pace ourselves and, you know, and be ready to be spontaneous if uh, we need to change plans. If suddenly somebody gets sick, you know what happens, but we just need to be ready to adapt. That's the nature of traveling as a family. And that's what I want to share with people to give that firsthand insight from our trip if it comes together. So, yeah, there's a good chance it'll happen. I would love for it to happen, and I can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> and if you're flying from Portugal, I think you should fly to Tangier and start the tour from Tangier. Okay. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, if you're going to fly out back to Canada or going back to… We'd go back to Portugal after. Yeah. yeah, if you go back to Portugal, then your flight should be out of Casablanca. Okay. You can do seven days. It'll be an incredible experience mm. uh, because I really, really want you to see what our guests see. I want you to yeah. feel and experience everything they do. I know we talk about it all the time, but until you experience it yourself, it's totally different. Yeah. You know, hearing Pablo talk about sitting out under the stars in the desert and... Oh, my goodness. And yes, Angel there and Max, you know, exploring the markets and almost allowing yourself to get lost. Now, this is the thing, you know, with uh, holding our kids tightly by, <laughs> by their hand as we do so. But yeah. I, they'll be seasoned travelers relatively by that point. They already kind of are, but, you know, we'll be a few weeks into our trip at that point. So I think they'll be ready for it. Yes. At that time, definitely Portugal is a little bit colder than Morocco. Mm -hmm. They're going to love it. There's a lot of similarity between Portugal and Morocco. And also, a lot of the guests, when they travel to Morocco, they come through Portugal. It's kind of strange, but mm -hmm. we have quite a few of them, actually. So I know for a fact the kids are going to love it. And I also know for a fact, and I completely agree with you, that you have to be spontaneous because yeah. things can change with the kids anytime. And that's one thing that happened to us with Imran the last time that we went. He got sick and we had to cut our tour short. We were going out for two weeks, then you know, we had to go back to Marrakesh. So yes, I completely agree. When, when you arrange something, you're going to have the flexibility of anything can happen and you have to you know, just go with the flow. Yeah. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll hopefully have some more news on that. But fingers crossed it works out. Perfect. I believe it's going to work out and I believe it's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to you and your family, you know, giving us the opportunity to share our culture with you. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to taste one of those tagines. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yes. Well, hey, this has been fun. Thanks. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out just to our listeners. You know, thanks for being there. It's been so heartwarming seeing people take an interest in this show and send the comments, of course, and the feedback and, and come on the show. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a different kind of podcast, maybe in that way, and that the listeners are welcome to participate, right, and share what they've learned and experienced about Morocco, too. So that's really neat. So, yeah, it's, I'm excited for the year ahead. Me, too. I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to share it with the audience. Thank you for everything, Ted. My pleasure. This concludes our episode, and stay tuned. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us this week on the Destination Morocco podcast. Our dedicated show website, destinationmoroccopodcast.com, is where you can find all of our episodes, leave a review, find our social media links, and even register as a guest. If you have been to Morocco yourself and would love to share a story, advice or recommendations you're welcome to participate in our podcast whether it's a five-minute story or a full conversation we will guide you through the steps so that you can share your experience with our listeners 
we will be back soon enough with new episode for you as we continue our exploration of the beautiful country of Morocco. See you then. You have traveled the world, but Morocco's allure beckons you. Destination Morocco is here to create the perfect once-in-a-lifetime Moroccan journey, tailored exclusively to your desires. Let us craft an itinerary that unlocks the secrets of this mesmerizing land just for you. For a luxurious, bespoke Moroccan adventure of a lifetime, visit destinationsmorocco.com. That's destinations with an S, morocco.com. And let us turn your dreams into reality. Your amazing Moroccan experience awaits.